Yep. Hey, everybody. I am James Hake. This is the Hake Report. It is Monday, October 12th, 2020. Official Columbus Day. And in honor of Christopher Columbus, the late, great Christopher Columbus, you can't have them Italians because Columbus sailed for Spain. <laughs> He's ours now. <laughs> All the Italians want to claim him as theirs. No, he's ours. And yeah, Spain isn't ours either, but whatever. Yes, I am suspended on YouTube, and I am suspended on Twitch for bogus hate strike for Twitch, and spam, scams, and deceptive content or something like that. Fake accusations, two of them, from uh, YouTube. One more strike within a three-month period, and I'm gone from YouTube. So, uh, cross your fingers. Maybe I won't be gone. Or maybe you cross your fingers and I will. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever's best, right? Um, it is 9.02 a.m. here in Los Angeles. Happy, happy Columbus Day, guys. I will be linking on both the Hake News section and the Hake Reports blog post section for the for Jesse's show, Jesse's my news segments on Jesse's show, and this show, where you can find this T-shirt if you want it, if you're interested in it, I will be linking to that on my website. All right, I got it from shop.theredelephants.com. Shop.theredelephants.com. Columbus was a murdering sociopath. <laughs> Says Malcolm Martin. One, two, three, four. Anyway, guys, I want to talk about just a. I will touch on Christopher Columbus because the slime are trying to smear him. Meanwhile, abortion's going like crazy. The same people who call him a genocider are pro-abortion. Give me a break. And I have some background information on this Black Guns Matter troublemaker. Stay away from that guy in Denver, Colorado. What a sleazy person, I think. New York Slimes and Washington Compost and Associated Press are not objective. They hate President Trump. They hate America. They hate truth. They're disgusting. I'm going to be touching on that. And your calls. I have callers who bet money on Trump winning. I think Trump will win. I don't know if it's wise to bet money, but okay. And uh, people want to talk about this COVID situation, the corona, the Chinese slash commie virus. I call it a commie virus because it's exploited. The virus is okay, whatever. It it's probably it killed my um, ninety something year old kindergarten teacher, allegedly. So it's serious, <laughs> in that sense. But uh, the shutdowns are worse. The shutdowns, the communist shutdowns, are pure evil. Anyway, guys, let's get on with the show. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Hey, guys! Oh. So, 
the dishonest media, dishonest historians, and dishonest Democrats, and dishonest rhinos are really being a headache in America. It's so disgusting. I was thinking about how, you know, the, the government has been so, like, corrupt and actively working to undermine President Trump, and now they're accusing Trump of trying to abuse his power and go use the government the power of the government against his political enemies which is all they've ever done against president trump and us we the people against whites against men against conservatives against christians the ones who stand in the way of their stupid uh, agenda thank you for the compliments on my shirt yes established 1492, I believe. Yep. Established 1492. That was when Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue and discovered America. He didn't realize it, and he didn't realize it was America until his third visit, is what I read in history.com, which they are liberals too, right? History. I think that's the History Channel. They're a bunch of liberals too, and they kiss up to the phony idea that Oh, Christopher Columbus was a villain, a slave driver, a genocider. And they simp for the slaves. I've noticed that even down in South America, they celebrate it as the day of the race. October 12th, uh, 1492, they said the day of the race. That's when the Spaniards came and mixed with our indigenous people, and then we became Mexicans and... All these other Latin people <laughs> down in Central and South America and in the islands, on the islands. Color looks good on camera. Thank you, Based America First, Based AF. Let me, before I get to calls, I will be getting to your calls. 888-775-3773. I want to cover this crazy attack in Denver, Colorado, we've seen things escalating over the, over the years, honestly. Trump supporters being attacked outside of Trump rallies. Uh, so-called Nazis being punched. All kinds of madness. Innocent Nazis being punched. And I'm kind of joking around by calling them Nazis, giving a credence. <laughs> But uh, this has been happening for years. And honestly, it's been happening for decades. Antifa, they started out in, I want to say, that I've kind of heard stories about them since the 80s when I was a kid. Uh, go, showing up to punk rock shows and attacking the uh, skinheads. And I've always heard, and I'm not sure if it's true, but I've always heard, and I think it's probably true knowing, looking at what's happening now, that Antifa has always been the aggressor. The violent ones. And then the skinheads hit, hit them back. Sometimes they retaliate. And actually, there aren't any skinheads to be hit anymore. Because these are just normal people getting hit and, and smeared and attacked and killed. Trump supporters up in Portland, Oregon, a couple months ago or a few months ago. I don't lost track of time now. But a Patriot Prayer guy. Maybe he had a checkered past. It doesn't matter. 
He was standing there being a Trump supporter. They did this whole caravan thing. Hundreds of vehicles drove into the city of Portland, Oregon, and showing support for President Trump. Patriot Prayer is a like a young man's group of, up there. And Antifa attacks them. They hate, they hate them. And the um, mainstream media, except for Tucker Carlson's show, also smears the Patriot Prayer guys, I think. They kind of liken them to Proud Boys, which they also smear as violent, a violent group. Which Proud Boys show up, sometimes, some of them show up to rallies and will defend themselves and defend innocent people against Antifa and Black Lives Matter who attack and, um, and smear the uh, decent people. We've talked about that over the days and weeks and months. But Kenosha, Kenosha, Wisconsin, which, which event took place first? Kenosha, Wisconsin or the Portland, Oregon murder? Kenosha, Wisconsin was, um, was Kyle Rittenhouse. He showed up outside the um, place where uh, Jacob Blake got himself shot and paralyzed, at least temporarily. Because Black Lives Matter and Antifa, disgusting people, enemies of America, Raised right here in America, some of them. Bomb Jack says Antifa have been at it in every Western nation. What a disgrace. They should be weeded out of the country, honestly. They're enemies of these Western nations. Antifa stands for anti-father. They don't have fathers, says Midwestern Perspective. They uh, showed up and tried to riot, start fires, attack innocent people, and attacked this Kyle Rittenhouse 17-year-old young man who was legally carrying his weapon, according to his um, lawyer, whom I take to be an honest one. Which is rare among lawyers, right? And he defended himself successfully against attackers, including an armed attacker. Well, multiple armed attackers. One was armed with a skateboard hit him over the head and shoulder with that, tried to take the gun from him, and he shot that guy in the chest or torso somewhere. And another was um, trying to grab his gun. That was the first guy who got shot and killed. He, w- he had been saying, shoot me, N-word, shoot me, N-word. This white guy, not really, I don't think he was really white. He, didn't, he hated whites. He hated Christians. He hated the Second Amendment. He's saying, shoot me, N-word, and then he attacked Kyle Rittenhouse. I don't know if Kyle Rittenhouse was the one who put out a dumpster fire, but he had gotten the, he had, he was expressing his Second Amendment right to carry the gun, and that got this guy mad, this Joseph Rosenbaum guy mad. So they attacked him, he shot them in self-defense, shot three guys, killed two, And now he is being charged with murder and stupid stuff like that. I think he's, is he still in jail? Up in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Beautiful, small town Kenosha, Wisconsin. Not exactly small, but pretty small. 
compared to these other big cities. You don't think of it as a place where a riot would happen. Or Green Bay, Wisco- Green Bay, Wisconsin? Or many of these other small towns that have been, had businesses destroyed by riots. And oh, they pretend, oh, it's mostly peaceful. 97% peaceful. <laughs> Crazy. And then Portland, Oregon. We saw the, the guy, the Antifa Black Lives Matter male feminist guy. 50-something years old, a snowboarder, government contractor guy. Shoot the Patriot Prayer guy in self-defense. No, not in self-defense, in cold blood, seemingly. And now they have in Denver, Colorado, in broad daylight, this guy gets shot and, and killed. Shot in the face. A 49-year-old Navy veteran who gets... He was carrying bear mace. I don't know. I think that he should have walked away. But let me play this clip 10, clip 10, of this black guy agitating, agitating. And I don't know what his deal is, but I'll play this and then I'll play like a February clip of him getting into a fight at a Bernie rally in uh, also in February. Lee Keltner. And I'm not going to play the the part where the gun goes off and I'll just play right up to it and you'll hear the pepper pepper spray or bear spray and then I cut it off (laughs) because this is a child-friendly show there's no point and then plus there's a lot of censorship of uh, inflammatory content right so here is this confrontation with this black guns matter guy yelling and shouting and being disgusting listen to this and watch Show me that! Show me, motherfucker! Show me that! Who touched me? me, me, touch me, man! Don't touch me, man! Don't touch me! Around and find out. It's crazy, huh? And right at the tail end of that, you heard it, and that's when, that's when it's the confrontation between the guy who walked away from him, and into another thug who shot him. Apparently, sounds like a heart monitor <laughs> with all the bleeps. And I got that, there was a cross-eyed young man who was covering this story, and I got the video from him. Towley2110, L-O-L, is the YouTube channel that I got this from. Black Guns Matter t-shirt wearing light-skinned black instigator, creating an altercation, or at least creating havoc, that ended in death. And the shooter is like this white dude, doled off. He's saying, bleep around and find out. F around and find out. Kept on talking all tough. He said, shoot me, N-word. Don't touch me. And meanwhile, he's shoving this, this o- older man who's standing in between the guy who's about to get shot and uh, this Black Guns Matter guy. The old man is clearly just trying to keep the guy away from him and saying, we're not, 
we don't want any trouble, anything like that. Just holding his hand up, protecting and keeping, doing what the cops should have been doing, honestly. The cops are the ones who are supposed to stand in between the two sides. And I don't know what side this guy with the Black Guns Matter t-shirt is on. He seems to be in his, his own thing. He seems to like to get into fights. And I'll prove it to you. Here is a clip from... Clip 11. From uh, February of this year. He's at a Denver Bernie Sanders rally. And he gets in this confrontation with another dumb white liberal dude in this case. Who causes t-shirt racist <laughs> for saying black guns matter. Which the, the white dude's stupid too. I don't know if he's like a normal white Christian person. I don't, can't imagine a Christian being at a Bernie rally. Unless he's like, no, it's not. It's not a Christian. <laughs> Bunch of, a couple of non-Christians fighting. Look at the, look at this and watch. Bro. <laughs> black guns, black guns matter. Yes, that's what you're equating to. You're equating black guns to black people, black lives. That's exactly what you're doing. I hope, that, I hope those guns are as important to you as other people's lives. What do you know about black lives, bro? Don't turn, turn around and f*** up, bro. Why are you getting so angry? Because you know I'm right. You know I'm right. Yeah, bro. Are you are you not equating guns to lives? You don't have the right to speak on black. Look at that. Get in a fight over that. <laughs> and here's a brief news clip on it, too. Just want to show this to you. This guy likes getting in fights, it seems like to me. He likes starting trouble. This black dude. Watch. New video shows a fight breaking out in the middle of Bernie Sanders' Denver rally on Sunday. Look at these two <laughs> going at it. Sanders was giving his speech at the Colorado Convention Center when these two guys started fighting. They pushed through a metal barrier See, the same guy. and same ended shirt. up on the ground before bystanders tried to separate them. It's not clear what they were fighting about. Security did not kick them out, but they separated them instead. And Sanders apparently didn't skip a beat. He kept right on with his speech. You didn't even notice. He's so old. But you'll see pictures, I mean, I have a couple of screenshots of this situation. It's the same light-skinned black, maybe black Hispanic, I don't know. But he seems like just a light-skinned black guy. Who's uh, getting tackled by this white guy. <laughs> Stay away from people like that. He's just bringing trouble. And honestly, I think that this guy, Lee Keltner, should have just walked away from the entire situation. I think that he should have. But look at this guy. Just a troublemaker. People are so... Young people are... And I, I say young to be like my age and under. 40 and under. 50 and under. <laughs> Sometimes 60 or 70 and under. They shouldn't really involve themselves in politics. They just need to check themselves. Just all into their dumb... Like Jesse Lee Peterson said in church with Jesse Lee Peterson yesterday, it's all ego that these people are into. <laughs>
That guy, uh, the, the, uh, light-skinned black guy got tackled hard at that Bernie rally. February. I, I knew I recognized him before, and then I was talking with the, uh, Jesse's social media guy who's actually running the board, White Chris. He said that this guy has been seen at m- multiple different locations, different rallies, causing trouble. And you s- listen to... <laughs> It says the gay guy, the gay dude was winning. I didn't think of him as gay. I just didn't think that he was uh, <laughs> dumb liberal. Saying your T-shirt's racist. Just if, well, I would have, I would have just laughed at that. I said, okay, thanks. If I was dumb enough to attend a Bernie rally, and I think he was the one booing. I think he attracted attention by booing about maybe Bernie was for gun control, right? And this, the killer, the white killer, Doloff, fast forward to this Denver actual shooting. This guy was, (laughs) yeah, he's kind of feminine. This guy was um, supposedly hired by News 9 or for one of the bodyguard for one of the reporters. But that turns out to be kind of fake. The police... You know, at first the news was saying, oh, this was an Antifa guy. And then they changed their story after the police, Denver police, you know, Denver is kind of a liberal town. The police put out this statement saying, oh, he was unaffiliated with Antifa. He was a, a uh, security guard. Like, you believe that. You look into his social media, Curtis, hat tip to Re- Revolver News, and... People on Twitter finding stuff about his social media, and on 4chan, by the way. This guy's social media is filled with stuff. From 2011, he was marching in the Occupy Wall Street. That's the communist predecessor to Black Lives Matter and Antifa. Occupy Wall Street, which was filled with riots and destruction of property, and by the way, also rapes and uh, littering and fires, all that stuff. Occupy Wall Street. Some of you guys may not remember because it was in 2011. It was almost 10 years ago. And you guys weren't, a lot of you guys were young or not paying it that much attention. Just a disgusting, blind, brainwashed person. This self-important security guard hired by Nine News. And Nine News, it's an NBC affiliate, I believe, I gather. And they're liberals themselves, no doubt, right? The shooter is charged with first-degree murder. I don't know if he's charged or if he was arrested on suspicion. I don't know if the cop, I don't know how it works, but reportedly he's charged, according to Ian Miles Chong. Chong, however you say it. That veteran who got him, himself killed, I, you know, I, I hate to say it, but I think he kind of got himself killed. By going, getting into this, not just going to the rally, because going to the rally, you understand, but reading this, reading the people around you. I'm not, and I'm not talking about the patriots around you. I'm talking about these disgusting people. The Black Guns Matter guy was your first warning. Get away from there. And he tried to walk away, it looked like, and then there was this, some type of crazy confrontation. And maybe this guy, I don't know if it was just cold-blooded, unprovoked. It looked like the guy hit the hat off of the, um, Lee Keltner, the victim, 
hit the hat off of the shooter? The so-called bodyguard? What's he doing? <laughs> Lee Keltner was not going to attack his, his journalist that he was supposed to be protecting, right? The Nine News employee? And the Nine News employee, by the way, was detained as well, or arrested. He was a person of interest. But, I don't know, it's crazy. It's good advice to stay away from this mess. It's, and you know, Antifa and Black Lives Matter, they're so phony. They call it a BLM Antifa soup drive, right? But it's a counter-protest to this Patriot rally. And they wanted to drown out the rally. Just being antagonistic and attacking and falsely smearing and all that stuff. And Denver PD was around. They were right down the path. It was at like a civic center, I guess. So, what a mess. Noah's Art Kansas gave a diamond. Thank you, Noah, by the way. Appreciate the support, man. Cactus Eater Bear gave a diamond and said, Happy Columbus Day! Shout out to Amerigo Vespucci. Yes, another contemporary. And another great man who America, the Americas were named after Amerigo Vespucci because he was also a, an explorer at about the same time. And came to America after Columbus did. Columbus came here many times. And then Amerigo did too. Thank you to Jesse Lee Peterson hosting the Hake Report. Thank you to Evgeny Crosby 2020 resubbing. Appreciate the support, man. And thank you to Arizona Lineman with a diamond. The Rojo King James. <laughs> the Red King James. Different from LeBron James. Congratulations to LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers for winning. They're at the top of the dung pile. <laughs> they won their NBA championships. And this seems to be the least exciting NBA championships ever. But, you know, I have some, some friends, you know, some Asian friends who are all into basketball. And they were excited about it. <laughs> I saw one picture on Instagram by a buddy of mine, an old high school friend, who posted this picture of, it was LeBron James, you see him from, from the back, LeBron James, and then like a ghost-looking Kobe Bryant, with his number shining all bright, like he's an angel standing next to LeBron, and they're congratulating each other. <laughs> because Kobe Bryant got killed this this past February in a, um, they were, they were flying a helicopter, he and his daughter and some pilot and maybe somebody else, I don't know, or a couple of other people crashed into the mountains up here or the hills over here, flying in the, uh, flying in the fog, not a good idea. What a mess. And then also, you know, the COVID shutdowns have not helped the situation with the NBA and all these players. Like, it's people can't go to the games. I don't know. Did people go to the games this time? I don't think that they could. The communist shutdowns have put a damper on that. And worse than that is the Black Lives Matter stupid stuff. And LeBron James, to his shame, has been much part of that. I think Kobe was a little bit part of that, too. Did Kobe wear an I Can't Breathe t-shirt? 
He might have. I know LeBron James did and a whole bunch of these other guys did back in 2014, 2015, supporting the disgusting Black Lives Matter movement. And to this day, they're still supporting it. To this day! What a shame. Cry more, dumb blacks who think you're victims when you're perps, including LeBron James. <laughs> he complained about his, his gate up here in Brentwood getting painted the N-word on. We never saw the painting, the alleged spray paint of the N-word. We never saw it. I don't think we ever saw it. Did you ever see a picture? People said, oh, there was pictures. No, there wasn't. Don't say that about Kobe Ghost Murdoch. <laughs> uh, you guys. Anyway, let me get to some calls. Appreciate the support, everybody. I will be checking uh, streamlabs.com slash the hate report. That's another place where you can uh, where you can support the hate report. I'm not on I'm not on YouTube. I'm in the comment section. If you comment on my channel, I can still comment. <laughs> I'm not completely kicked off yet. Uh, I hope that I don't, because I kind of like YouTube. It's very convenient, especially for the boomers and, and older. I know it's very convenient, but I do recommend Periscope as an alternative, even though Periscope's a bunch of liberals too. It's very handy. There's different things about it that's handy. Okay? Let me get to... Let me get to Thomas in Montreal, Canada. Thomas, how are you doing? Hey, happy Columbus Day, Hank. Thank you. Happy Columbus Day to you as well. Thank you so much. So I just wanted to talk to you about something I did recently. Okay. It's a good, it's a good uh, way to make money, especially for what's going on and right, what's going on right now. What's that? So, obviously, I don't want to be nothing sure in life, but. It's pretty sure that Trump will win, right? I think it's... Nothing is sure. Like what you said, nothing is sure in life. But President Trump, he's fighting to win. And people are turned off by the riots. Although people mm -hmm. have a short memory and they've suddenly stopped riots, at least stopped covering the riots. Did, did you yeah. see much footage other than on Tucker Carlson of the... What was the place where they were rioting? Wauwatosa. Wauwatosa, Wisconsin. They were okay. rioting in the suburbs, breaking people's... I heard that they were breaking the glass. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, you only heard about it, and it's not at the front of your mind, huh? <laughs> yeah, I know. And that was just late last week, I think, or midweek last week, or maybe early last week. I don't know when it was exactly, but they... That's a big turnoff to people. I think Black mm. Lives Matter was a big turnoff to people in 2016. And President yeah. Trump didn't give them any play, but the, all the Democrats said, Black Lives Matter. Except for the one guy who said, All Lives Matter. Oh, even in 2016, I had no idea about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, they've been... Oh, my gosh. They've been a headache for a long time, and now Antifa is at the forefront, too. And they're getting kissed up, too, by the media and all that stuff. And it's so crazy. You want to know something? Yeah. Me in 2016, because we're in Canada, we didn't know much about... Trump, and we thought he was an evil dude. So <laughs> yeah. I was, I was completely against Trump. My family as well. Now, my sister, my mother, my grandparents love Donald Trump. A lot of people are growing to love Donald Trump in Canada, but some are still stubborn because they don't want to admit that they're they were wrong. Like their egos, like just my like my father, 
he's still like, oh, I hate Trump, but that's his ego <laughs> talking. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. It so, is. anyways, the bet is I've put five thousand dollars on a sports betting. Whoa. And um, it's a sports betting site, and it, it covers the U.S. presidential election. And I've actually no, sorry, I put three thousand dollars, and it uh, the 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 prize if I win is five thousand. So it's so you put it's a, so you have you stand to lose five thousand, or you stand to gain five thousand. Is that the case? Gain, gain. So, but you already put five thousand down, right? I put three thousand down. Oh, you put three thousand. So you lose yeah, the three thousand. So, or you gain five thousand yeah. and that three thousand. And the thing is, I've did I've did it pretty pretty early the bet. So the, the does that mean that like, you'll does that mean you'll be in the end? Do you get a net two thousand only? Yeah. Oh okay. But I, honestly, I don't <laughs> care. Money is money. You know, I, How, I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm pretty sure it's gonna happen. So are you part is, Indian? What are you? No. Where are I'm you from? Half a, I'm can I'm Canadian. Yeah. And uh, my my mother is from Egypt. Oh, okay. Because you have yeah, some so, type of an accent. Interesting. No, that's just my 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 my, my bad English. Because <laughs> I'm from Montreal, so. Oh, you're part you French. French English. You speak French. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Man, so, I don't really. You know, I was raised a nice Christian kid, and we don't bet. We don't bet money. <laughs> <laughs> we don't gamble. <laughs> no, yeah. The I don't really. I don't really recommend it, but I mean, you got, what's done is done. If you have that money to burn, and you know, hopefully that, hopefully you you end up right. But I don't think yeah, it's the most responsible thing. I think it's no, better know, to easy come, easy go. If money yeah, e- comes it. easily, then it's going to go easily. If it comes harder, yeah, you're it. not you're going to hold on to it harder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. But you know, I, I have. But those Egyptians, mindset. Egyptians are not uh, unsuccessful people in America. Yeah, I know. That's why. That's that's my Egyptian blood going in when I do the example. <laughs> I had an Egyptian <laughs> classmate when I was a kid, actually through high school, and she was salutatorian back when they didn't have fifteen val- valedictorians. Uh, she was like the second best student in terms of wow. being like a nerd. Yeah, we're, was... we're pretty hardworking. Yeah. So the thing is, uh, if you do it now, I, I, if you don't want to do it, fine, but I'm just saying for your viewers <laughs> and for everybody listening, if you do it now, you'll get $7,000 if you put 3000 So 7000 something because the odds are becoming lower because people right are because people think that people think that Trump is going to lose yeah, the polls like, are looking against him saying. yeah interesting it's, it's man pattern it's pattern <laughs> that's what i'm saying look hillary in 2016 even in canada well, oh she, it's sure so you she's going to win she's going to win yeah i know i in fact i knew that trump was going to win that election so you yeah. could have made money <laughs> right you know what i <laughs> I made a bet, but it was a bet of I'll treat you, or you treat me, and that's what our oh. bet was with a buddy of mine, and I won. Okay. Because I was confident, and that my friend was who's who's a, a, sort of a liberal, but he was like, but kill, Hillary kills people. <laughs> but I knew <laughs> so I knew that Trump was going to win. The first liberal who admits that Hillary is a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> so you used to be a liberal, or what? No, the thing is, we were liberal just by posture. It wasn't really liberal. It's just because we're in Canada and we yeah. don't know much about the American culture, and we see that the Republican side gets hated. We're like, oh, those are the mean guys. Right. They're gonna be in the other side. You how'd know? you How'd you find Jesse's show and my show? 
Started, I think it started with uh, the Savage Moments. Oh, okay, nice. A long time ago, and then I saw you, you, the Hague Report, because I was tuning in, because I was doing business on my laptop, and I was listening to Jesse. So I was tuning in, and I was tuning in a little bit longer, so I liked Hake. I, oh, I liked yeah. your show. And nice, man. Nice, man. But one last thing. I have one last question for you. Okay. So I've been... A lot of uh, right-wing people are predicting what will happen in the West in the future, maybe like in 30 or 50 years. Yeah. And I was wondering, what are your predictions? Do you think that Canada and the United States will survive? Do you think uh, there's going to be... Uh, races are going to split in, in tribes? Do you think uh, we're, we're still going to have a country for the West, like at least the United States, or do you think it's, it's going to be like an immigration war? What, do you, what, what are your predictions? Just tell I don't, me what, what... I don't really have a prediction. I can't... You know, I had, I had made one prediction that before I knew... Before Trump came on the scene in a big way okay. running for president, I had yeah. predicted that it's over for the country. Everybody my age and younger are brainwashed and to completely liberal. 2016? This was me in, what, 2013, 2014, 2015, before Trump came on the scene. Okay. Before I realized that there were a whole lot of young people who were every bit as sane as me, some, some of them maybe even more sane. And, you know, Trump came on the scene and stopped um, apologizing for telling the truth, which is what I was yeah. sick of seeing Republicans apologize for telling the yeah, truth. Yeah, so soft. Yeah. And so, from that, I realized that things can really go any which way. And I, and I recognized, and I kind of knew that Trump was not going to have an easy time. He was going to meet a whole lot of resistance because there is just, the country has been so corrupt for so long, they don't see it as a, a national emergency. You know, kind of like how Trump declared a, a national emergency at the border? Of course, yeah. It, it doesn't feel like an emergency because it's been status quo for so long. Yeah, and so, plus, they, plus so they have, just, they let, they're used to letting Hillary Clinton slide on suspected yeah, and one, corruption one other and stuff thing, like plus that. You, plus you guys had such good times for so long. So it's more, you were more like in a, a, a neutral phase. When actually that neutral phase is the complete decline of the United States. Yeah, but, very true. So what? you were saying so I don't know what the future holds I feel that something's gonna break I'm sure and different things are gonna break and and change just like during uh, during Reagan times people thought oh Reagan rebirth of conservatism and then we got uh, same-sex marriage and transgender oh and all that stuff you know <laughs> so things have only yeah. gotten worse since Reagan really you know the crime yeah. went Crime went down, but it's also still way high, and it hasn't. The root issues have not been solved, so I don't know if things are going to continue to get worse. But I know that there are some people waking up and returning to Christianity and stuff because they see yeah. the evil unmasked. Yeah, and and also, uh, I don't know if you know about a guy that I heard recently, and it was really a smart thing, and it made me. Uh, It maybe it made it gave me the ability to see uh, the future of nations. 
for example, for the United States, it's Stefan Arnio. You know that guy? No, I don't know. But uh, the send guy, me the send me the tip to my email if you can, Thomas. Okay, yeah. Okay. So the guy Stefan Arnio. I I appreciate he, it, Thomas. I gotta run. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Have a good one. Man. Yeah. You as well. I don't think it's really wise to try to predict. Even the election, I mean, as Trump is fighting to win, and he, he's the right one to be reelected, right? But it's, it's not wise to get into the future, but send me that tip, man. Appreciate it. White Rabbit Radio, thank you for hosting the Hake Report on your DLive channel, dlive.tv slash the Hake Report. Thank you. That's awesome. They make some great content. They've made some great content. Censored as well. Clever stuff. Clever stuff. In fact, I think they talked about uh, (laughs) the the, uh, explorers and the colonizers coming to America. They did a little video on that before. Awesome little cartoon. I forget what it was called. Somebody let me know. But they also made Anti-Racist Hitler, which was a great movie short. Excellent. Highly recommended. Let me get to Earl in Michigan. Earl wants to comment on the coronavirus thing. Earl, how are you doing? Thank you for holding. Hola, hola. Hey. How come you always Um, say hola? Because I want to. Where did you get it, though? Where do I get it? Yeah, where did you get that idea to say hola? And bonus, bonus deers. It's something like, I say, I could say something in French, I could say it in German, I could say something else, I could say hola. Earl the Renaissance man. Yeah, baby Hitler. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You know, uh, before I get on the uh, coronavirus, uh, you know Columbus never set foot on America. So, but the Americas, he did. So, so, so uh, his full voyage is never uh, coming to America. That's a dumb. Uh, that's a dumb egghead point. No, just factual. You no. need to put that in perspective. No. Or he's still, still <laughs> the Ant- Ant- island of Antilles, uh, Hispania, Bahamas, and everything, but never. Uh, America itself. So oh, when right. you give credit that he discovered America, be factual. Uh, Whatever. That's why history is important. He discovered the Americas. But, uh, but, uh, uh, Are you one of those people who supports the tearing down of his statues and monuments? Not necessarily of his. Uh, I just uh, like a, a correct a redemption of history. Not made, not make believe, just because it serves the purpose of what people want to believe. They've been taught all their life. Uh, Whatever. But the thing, thing about it, uh, no, by, uh, but the coronavirus. Yeah. It's something, uh, Joel and yourself has made mention to uh, that uh, you know the two hundred t- uh, twelve or whatever many thousands of deaths that occurred from it wasn't uh, by the coronavirus, strictly by the coronavirus. 
itself. Yeah, and in some cases, that's, it had nothing to do with it. That's that's not uh, that important because whether you die from the uh, from coronavirus itself or the contributing factor that a coronavirus is such as to, a, such as a motorcycle accident. <laughs> no. So, you so hear about that one? A motorcycle accident. I heard. Look yeah, into it for yourself. Anyway. Yeah, I don't pay attention to nonsense. If people tell you they, uh, <laughs> yeah, they come okay. up with anything, and you take it to heart. Uh, but, uh, for instance, I, I use the uh, analogy of AIDS, uh, the AIDS virus. It didn't kill you directly. But it, it, it suppresses your immune system and makes you susceptible to other things that normally wouldn't would kill you or, or, or affect, you, affect you in a serious manner deadly. So that's the same way the, the, uh, the uh, uh, coronavirus does. It affects certain organs and makes certain things that you normally wouldn't hurt you all of a sudden acute and, and deadly. So did you did you know, Earl? It? Earl, did you know yes. that the common yes. cold is a coronavirus? Hello. Uh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah. The viruses are viruses. Yeah, but this is a coronavirus. Uh, the common cold is a coronavirus. Uh, Actually, there are many different yeah. strains of yeah, the common cold, and those are coronaviruses. Many of them. You got different kind of. There's uh, also the rhinovirus, that which I think is different. To, to uh, the virus, virus for but anyway, because all of your stuff, time. all your stuff, uh, Earl, is kind of meaningless. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Because you want to, you want to, you made an argument as if it matters whether you died directly from the coronavirus. No, what, what, that, it you, that uh, it's not important. No, listen, Earl, Earl, you're ignoring the fact that they are overcounting. The uh, coronavirus deaths. They're saying, oh, he died. They're saying, oh, he died from coronavirus when it wasn't necessarily even from the coronavirus. They may have even gotten over. They may have. Hold on, man. Hold on. The coronavirus in some cases had nothing to do with some of these deaths. Nothing. Not even not even weakening the immune system. It doesn't even have anything to do with that. The point is they're lying. People they have. Also there is a, that oh, a lot of people died from coronavirus. That was not that was not noted for uh, that, that they were never tested for. I, I doubt that. So you don't even know how many really died from no. being infected. Okay, Earl. Earl, you know they're they're trying to claim that the real numbers of people who have caught this coronavirus are like ten times as high as. What we know, right? They said 35 million. They think it's really 10 times that or something well, you like never that. Did it. Hold on, you man. Never got a handle on. Hold on. And okay. if it. If that, wait, Keep talking. <laughs> if that's the case, then the, the death toll is not 3% or 2%. It's like 0.13% or something like that, which is really that's low. Fifth. And it makes. Yep. Hold on, man. Hold on. And it, and it means that these shutdowns are ridiculous, which we all know that they are. Do you personally know anybody who's been uh, killed? 
by coronavirus? No, I have family members that do. Uh, roughly, how old were they? And, it doesn't matter what. How old and how fat were they? I'm not shut up being stupid. I'm not being uh, stupid. No matter what their shape or, or what they got, it's here. They're dead today. I didn't say they weren't. So what? I didn't say they so weren't, what? and I didn't say it didn't have They're anything to do with... Hold on, man. I didn't say it didn't have anything to do with the Chinese communist virus. And globalist virus, too, by the way. Globalist virus. <laughs> and that's not just a dog whistle. That includes all globalists. Multicultural globalists. Or whether they were fat, skinny, out of weight. Or whatever. Yeah, on just it. Just for you to the internationalists. That, <laughs> that means nothing. It means uh, it. It means nothing because the shutdowns are not uh, done in good faith. They're done in the way, fear and control. That's all it is. By the do way, you, but Earl, do you agree with these shutdowns? What? Let me say something, Bennett. I've been that letting you, you say uh, stuff. Always, Hold. Explain everything over and over to nothing. Now Just answer my something. question, Earl. Do I'm you? Now let me tell you Fourteen different damn questions at one time. Don't cuss. This is a kids show. And stop trying to run over someone. I'm the quick, host. Question after question. Uh, oh, they won't answer a question. Let me look for one first. Now, the thing about it is, calm down. You are. Stay close to your phone, Earl. You're not coming through clearly anymore. Earl! 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 Get, get close to your phone. Your phone's get going off. Okay. Okay. Uh, they're counting. You said they're counting. Uh, they said there's more than the actual number is as people that caught it. Yeah. They also said that means it's that less deadly than we thought. No. Yes. They're also undercounting those who may have died. They don't want no, they're not. Fear. They're undercounting they're the cases, not the deaths. They're overcounting the deaths, undercounting the cases. How can people that you don't know about, <laughs> and they say they're overcounting, and they, they have no evidence of whether they know why they died or whatever. How can you say it's only, it's only on one end that is overcounting people, but the results of the overcounting, not knowing their, uh, their faith, uh, you just dismiss it. Because it, then when you come to a conclusion, it must be less. Whatever, Earl. I didn't understand your point. But appreciate it. My point it. is, you're saying they, they counted, ten, and you're saying 10 times as much many folks than they currently say it is. Right. But you don't say it also could be 10,000 many deaths that they didn't know about. Mm, doubt it. Along with it. Doubt it. Well, that's... Uh, because we all know that they've counted deaths that aren't valid. Anyway, man. And the right, hospitals get money that? when they say, oh, this is COVID. This is COVID. And they get money. Another, Did you know that? That's another rumor. Did you get something from it? I never asked for it. I never said, oh, I got COVID. Give me money. I'm not a hospital. I got to go, Earl. I appreciate it, man. Whatever, Earl. Whatever. Oh, Earl, you never answered my question. Do you agree with the shutdowns?
Oh, uh, yeah. I of think they course. Shut down more. Typical. I think they. I think. I think. Uh, yeah, I uh, know. All right. Should, uh, That's that answers a question for all of us. Um, Arizona lineman Earl, I got a super chat for you. Arizona lineman says, "Tell Earl to get off your get up off your knees, amigo." <laughs> <laughs> and one right, one last thing, one last request. Say, say adios in German for me. There's no adios in German. <laughs> Germans don't say goodbye? Uh, yeah. <laughs> say goodbye. Say yeah. it. Never mind. My mind is somewhere else right now. You can't think what it so, is? Uh, I think it's Alfiedersen. Auf Wiedersehen? Something like that. So long. Farewell. Auf Wiedersehen. Good night. I hate to go and leave this pretty sight. Did you watch The Sound of Music? Yeah, I watched it. Nice. Uh, I don't think that's German. I think that's uh, Austrian. Austrians but, uh, speak Deutsch, which is German. Yes. Yeah, yeah but, uh, they speak German. They're resentful of that, too. <laughs> I heard. But it's not that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I got to go, I'm, man. I, I enjoyed talking with you. Is. We'll talk again, man. Take care. Okay. All right. Adios. <laughs> what do you say? He's trying to do a Hitler thing. Bye, Earl. Guten Abend. Guten Abend. Yeah, it's a, yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Adios, amigos. Adios. Uh, yes. Guten Morgen. That's good morning. Guten Tagen is good day. Guten Nacht. Guten Nacht is good night. Sprechen Sie Deutsch? Ich spreche kein Deutsch. That means I don't speak any English, except it's probably horrible uh, German. I, ha I do have a little bit of German in me. But mostly I'm American. I don't want to say that. <laughs> I don't know what that means, Nick. <laughs> Nick with a multicultural thing. He's saying stuff that I don't want to repeat. <laughs> Not that it's bad, it's just that I don't know. And it's best, if you don't know, to, to uh, not repeat it. President Trump doing rallies again. That's nice. One today at 4 Eastern, which is 1 Pacific, and a, a couple of hours after I'm off, in Sanford, Florida. That's where they're trying to, that's where the March Against Our Live so-called kids are from, right? Isn't Sanford, Florida that? Oh no, that's Trayvon's town, Sanford, Florida. Trayvon and George Zimmerman's town. Poor George Zimmerman. And uh, tomorrow in Johnstown, PA, he's just full of energy. Des Moines, Iowa, the th Wednesday at 3 Central, which is, you know, it's basically 4, p 4 Eastern every time except for Thursday at 10 Eastern, which is 7 Pacific in Greenville, North Carolina. Des Moines, Iowa, Wednesday. Nice. Women's Forum, third Thursday of the month, ladies, here at Bond in Los Angeles, 7 p.m. It's excellent. I always love the men's forums. I don't go to the women's forums because they're for ladies only. Um, based AF, Based America First, gave a diamond and said, Do super chats make us simps? Happy Columbus Day. No, they do not, because I'm not a chick. 
uh, Ghost Murdoch gave a diamond and said, Who, as in the World Health Organization, WHO, just came out against shutdowns? Tell Earl. Is that true, Ghost Murdoch? It's interesting. You know, different places. I've heard that the left over in England came out against shutdowns. Interesting. And Earl wants to shut things down more. That's even more extreme than Joe Biden is letting on. But of course, we know that Joe Biden, once he got in power, would be pushing the anti-American agenda. But it's a real mess. We have 2020, the year of viruses that are enemies of America, such as Antifa, Black Lives Matter, the communist shutdowns. And the growing, crazy terror attacks and uh, violence and appeals to ego of these um, confrontations in the cities. And they're allowing it to happen. They're literally allowing it to happen and not prosecuting people. I heard that Bill de Blasio is prosecuting this Jewish guy, like... I don't know if it's a Hasidic Jewish guy for, you know, because the, the Jews over in New York and they have a, a significant population, right, in New York City are wanting to congregate, right? And in some cases they're getting agitated. But meanwhile, like, so this guy got prosecuted, arrested and prosecuted, I think. But meanwhile, like the Black Lives Matter idiots and Bill de Blasio openly said, oh, we have to respect them. <laughs> The Black Lives Matter idiots did not respect the COVID shutdowns, the, the law. They just break the rules and get, a, get right on away with it. It's disgusting. And over in um, Portland, Oregon or somewhere, I heard like 70 to 90% of the rioters got off. They were not charged with their crimes. That's sick. Talking about chicanery, <laughs> which is, a, which is a, a Joe Biden word, right? A Joe Biden word, chicanery, trickery. Joe Biden saying chicanery at the polls is the only way that he could lose. It's the opposite. They're been, they've been meddling with the polls, pushing these mail-in ballots, which common sense says is open to fraud, abuse, mistakes, Coercion, all kinds of stuff. Um, I'm going to be reading your super chats and more. I'm going to get to the examples of the lying liberal media, including New York Slimes, Washington Compost, and Associated Press. All of them are anti-American activists, and I'm going to talk about that and... Versus what Trump is saying and what Trump is about. After this break, I got to take a quick couple of minutes and I will be back for hour two. <laughs> You're welcome is a guy on D Live and says, I'm open to abuse. Whoa, don't say that. Anyway, break time, guys. I'll be right back with hour two. Hang tight for a couple minutes.
we're back, guys. Appreciate you hanging in there. <laughs> Happy Columbus Day. Happy Columbus Day. It is 10.03 a.m. here in Los Angeles. And Christopher Columbus, like so many people, is falsely maligned horribly. I have some pictures of some of the monuments to Columbus over the years. There's a painting of him that's very nice. And there are, um, in 1892, they celebrated the 400th anniversary of his landing. There's a painting of him landing. This is just how it happened, by the way, too. <laughs> this is when they landed in Hispaniola. No, I don't know. But they brought the Catholic people. I guess they were Catholic, right? Because he, he sailed for Spain, even though he was an Italian, right? And he brought, didn't he bring gold and spices and Indians back home triumphantly? And then a couple of trips later, he realized this is not the India, the Indies, the West Indies, or the East, I don't know, whatever. But they brought Christianity and uh, Western civilization spread. Nice, huh? In 1892, Salem, Massachusetts, the uh, people were celebrating. Dang. That's awesome. There he is. And that's 400 years afterwards. 500 years afterwards was in 1992. So that's wild. And there's a monument in New York City to him. The Italians really rep this guy hard because they feel that he is a hero, an Italian hero. Whatever. The Italians are super into their culture. And I think it's a bit to their detriment. You know, there are, there's crazy stuff going on right now over in... What do you call that area? Armenia, Turkey, Azerbaijan. Is that Eastern Europe or something like that? But the Armenians, there are many Armenians who are really upset with what's going on. Just a side note, speaking of people who are really into their culture. The Armenians, it's the Middle East. <laughs> I used to, Andre used to be the uh, board operator here. And I used to call him Asian, because <laughs> I think it's like, kind of Asia. <laughs> I could be wrong. But he said, I'm not Asian. He said, Armenians are white, but then they mixed with the Arabs or the Turks or whatever. And that's how some of them are kind of darker. But normal Armenians were white, he said. <laughs> and Armenians, they do... My first introduction to Armenians was hearsay about Armenians from jealous Mexicans, Hispanics, Americans, Americanized Hispanics who are here in America. Uh, I was in my 20s when I first heard about Armenians. And they were hated by, the, like, my Mexican friends because they would go to clubs and the Armenian girls are supposed to be really pretty. And the Armenian men are really jealous. They do not like, and they do not go for interracial dating or marriage at all. They don't like that. 
pretty much every culture is like that, honestly. But the Mexicans who are already mixed interracially, Hispanic with Spanish and Indian, right? That's what Mexicans are, right? Spanish and Indian mixed. Some mix, or in some cases they're pure Spanish, and in some cases they're pure Indian. But they all speak Spanish, right? Along with maybe other languages. But they don't have any problem mixing with people. They think the white girls are so exotic. <laughs> and uh, they sometimes get with the blacks less commonly. It's more common to be a white Hispanic <clears throat> by far than it is to be a black Hispanic. Did you know that? But uh, they resented the Armenian males for not letting them get with Armenian girls. So that was my first introduction. And then visiting Bond, there are many Armenians who like Bond, attend Bond, listen to the Jesse Lee Peterson show. And I learned that there was a supposedly an Armenian genocide by the Turks over a hundred years ago. Crazy, huh? But Obama promised to promise Obama promised to recognize the Armenian genocide. He lied, he didn't. <laughs> but the Armenians voted for him. I hear, I, what I gather is the Armenians are disproportionately Democrats. And I learned also that they're up, take, they've pretty much taken over Glendale and like North Hollywood or something like that, Armenians. Very enterprising people. But uh, not always honest. But they have been Democrats. And I went up at a, at a, to a protest with the Jesse Lee Peterson and, and supporters who support the Second Amendment to protest against the Glendale City Council, this was years ago, shutting down the Glendale gun show. And there were Armenian politicians in the City Council of Glendale supporting the shutdown of the Glendale gun show. This was one of the many attacks on the Second Amendment. Because shutting down the gun show gets rid of the riffraff in our, in our town. Stupid. I don't know that Glendale has a big uh, blue-collar crime problem, violent crime problem. I don't think of it as having a violent crime problem. But it probably has quite a bit of what they call white-collar crime. And they claim, oh, whites are part of that. I bet you Armenians are part of that. Uh, it's kind of the like, same with Asians. But... That's what I know of Armenians. And then also, um, they recognize the genocide. They don't get along with Turkey. And now, Azerbaijan and Turkey and maybe others are uh, coming after the Armenians. And there's crazy wars. We've seen footage from, like, almost a month ago. I thought I saw it on Twitter. A tank getting just exploded. They just made it disappear. And crazy footage of wars. And Armenians here in this country were marching, waving their Armenian flags. It's like blue and orange and something. And uh, Red? Is it red, is it? Blue, orange, and red? I don't know. But they're waving their Armenian flags. Much like the Hispanics, very into their culture, too. Um... And upset, they're flying airplanes that say, recognize such and such location that is a disputed territory right now. And stop 
Azerbaijan aggression, Azerbaijan aggression. Because they're upset about this. The media is not really covering it. I don't know what's going on. But they like the Italians. Red, blue, and yellow. Thank you. Top to bottom. Red on top, blue in the middle, yellow on the bottom. I've played soccer with these guys, some of them. Nice guys. I hear, though, they sometimes get scheming. Scheming. And I wouldn't be surprised. And they wear these shirts that are, like, very uh, flashy. T-shirts, but they're flashy. Glitter, gold, stuff like that. Anyway, back to the Italians. They call it apricot orange. <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the color of the red? Apricot orange? Or is that the color of the yellow? Yellow. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. But speaking of people who are into their culture is the uh, Italians. I think that's partly why we don't really get along with them as Italians as well as other so-called whites. Same thing with the... Um, the, uh, who else? Irish. The Irish are really into their culture. And they are also Catholic. The Irish and the Italians are also Catholic. So early on, I heard that we did not want Columbus Day because it was pushed by Catholic stuff. <laughs> and we were a Protestant nation. We're a real normal Christian nation. <laughs> but yeah. Um, statues in Mexico, Columbus statues in Mexico, I like some Catholics. Columbus statue, there was a Columbus statue in Caracas, Caracas, and that, they, in 2004, they tore down a Columbus, Christopher Columbus statue. There've, there's been a whole lot of resentment and inability to accept reality for like ever it's just like the feminists who can't accept reality we have sex we bear children that's what the women do and that's injustice that's slavery they call it slavery that we don't let them kill their babies in the womb they they call it reproductive slavery or something like that it's ridiculous but people there are many American Indians that say, oh, this is stolen land and all that stuff. Get over it. Live in reality. And unfortunately, because we, the, the nice people, are so weak, they're, the evil people are stealing it from us, stealing America from us. It's such a disgrace. What's going to happen? I don't know. Not my concern. Patrice O'Neill Groiper says something. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean, Patrice O'Neill Groiper? I'm not going to read that. Bathroom humor. <laughs> or it's not, I don't know, what, is it, what do you mean, Patrice? But anyway, Joe Maddock gave a diamond and says, Hake is a history and geography expert. <laughs> Thank you. And by the way, Ron Armand gave a diamond and said, Hake. Shout out to my three sons, Roman, Alpha, and Omega. Really? You named your sons Roman, Alpha, and Omega? Well, shout out, sons. Right on. Congrats. 
Is it true that the World Health Organization is, is not for these shutdowns? What are they scheming next? I don't know, but I've heard that many scientists are not for these shutdowns, or even for masks. That's what I've heard. Uh, the habit is established. So, I gotta tell you guys about the lying liberal media. And I will get to AP later, but first I want to tell you about the New York slimes. And then I will get to calls. Appreciate it. 888-775-3773. Christopher Columbus was a hero, by the way. But here's a headline, or, you know, rough, how do you call it? Rough paraphrase of the headline from the New York Times, shared by Drudge. Whatever you say about Drudge, yeah. Trump is turning the power of the state against his rivals. Yeah, right. That's what they've been doing against America for years. So here's a, here's a quote from the New York Times, an excerpt. New York, New York Times reads, Mr. Trump has long demanded quite publicly, quite publicly, often on Twitter, that his most senior cabinet members use the power of their office demanded that they use the power of their office to pursue political enemies. But they're not political enemies, they're enemies of America. They are! Anyway, but his appeals this week, as he trailed badly in the polls and was desperate to turn the national conversation away from the coronavirus, which is their fault, the mainstream media and the Democrats' fault, for shutting down and destroying the country, were so blatant that one had to look to authoritarian nations to make comparisons. Please. He even took a step Mr. Richard M. Nixon avoided in his most desperate days, openly ordering direct immediate government action against specific opponents timed to serve his election campaign, re-election campaign. This is so silly. Because Trump is open about it. He's an open book. And then they quote this dumb expert, Jack Goldsmith. Hmm. There is essentially no precedent. He, this guy, Jack Goldsmith, led the Justice Department's Office of Legal Counsel under George W. Bush, President George W. Bush, the rhino who won't even support Trump now, enemy of America, he's exposed himself, what a shame, and has written extensively on presidential powers, this Goldsmith guy. Sounds like a lawyer slash liar. He says, we have a norm that developed after Watergate that presidents don't talk about ongoing investigations, much less interfere with them. Be quiet. And so he goes on. He says, it is crazy and it is unprecedented. This guy is now a professor at Harvard Law School. That tells you a, a lot, too, because Harvard is a liberal enemy of America institution. What a disgrace. Um, it's no different from what he has been saying since the beginning of his presidency. The only thing new is he moved from talking about it to seeming to order it. But Trump is quite public. Even the New York Times is admitting that he's public. He's not sneaking around, hiding like these slime, like President Obama did, spying on Trump's campaign, and lying and saying there's not even a smidgen of corruption with when his um, IRS... Did you know that the IRS investigated the boomer version of the Groypers, which is the Tea Party? The Tea Party wanted to stop the madness, right? They didn't like Obama's 
uh, destruction of America. They did not even really like George W. Bush. And they did not like Bill Clinton. And they did not like George Bush that much. They liked Reagan. Because they're boomers. <laughs> and they were, but they're decent people. And they were called terrorists by, like, Harry Reid and these people. Because they showed up in numbers protesting. And they got some people elected. Those people turned out to be weak rhinos, too. Many of them, I think. Some of them are okay, I guess. But none of them are as solid as the president, Trump, who's handling things like a man. But they're talking about norms and stuff like that, meaning normal practice. Well, this is what we're supposed to be like. President Trump is the voice of the American people. He's saying what's on your mind, what's on my mind. Out in the open, he's like crying for sanity to return to the government. Because it's insane to allow all of this suspected corruption to go on. And it's open corruption too. We've seen them allow illegals to stay here and stay here and stay here and stay here. And it becomes a problem because they make anchor babies and anchor babies and anchor grandbabies and anchor great grandbabies. It's decades running and they've allowed it. And Trump is telling like it is. You're right, uh, fatty wack. Four more years, says Bomb Jack. Here's another thing. Here's another good point. And the Washington Compost is saying the same thing. They say, President Trump, lagging in the polls, pressures the DOJ to target the Democrats. He's been wanting this for a long time. He said it to Hillary Clinton in the Hillary Clinton-Trump debate. President Trump, I mean, uh, Donald J. Trump versus Hillary Rodham Clinton. <laughs> he said, I don't like to say this, but I will say it, and I hate to say it, but if I win, I will be prosecuting you. And he tried. Did you know that he tried to? He sought to do it. But the dumb White House counsel or whoever, you know, these, these lame people who are working with him, whom he trusts, and the whole government apparatus is resistant to any sort of prosecution of a name as big as Hillary. Or even an investig- well, I mean, they'll investigate till their eyes fall out, and they'll run their mouths and posture, getting us all worked up, oh, excited, oh, it's coming. Well, I'm not- I don't get excited anymore. <laughs> I think I stopped getting excited about investigations after the first couple of times of seeing these guys make a scene yeah, they're making a good scene, but nothing's changing. I'm talking about, like, Trey Gowdy and all these people posturing like they care about the corruption in the country, in the government. But here is from Washington Compost. The president also said one of his motivations for winning re-election is to bring people like Clinton and former De Deputy FBI Director Andrew McCabe to justice. For what he and others conservatives allege, not allege, it's evident. Allegations mean there's no evidence. There is plenty of evidence that it was a plot to tie him to Russia to discredit his electoral victory, which the mainstream media colluded with the Democrats to do that. They colluded. So they're kind of telling you reality. <laughs> Some of you guys are blaming Kushner too, and Ivanka.
here's a quote from President Trump, quoted by the Washington Compost. First of all, if we don't, actually, they're worse than compost because compost is number two, right? Compost is a bunch of number two, but it's, it serves as fertilizer, fertile ground from which life can grow, right? That's not Washington compost. They want to kill democracy in their, can I say this word? Crap. <laughs> Sorry, children. <laughs> Those of you listening. Bad example. But they are, that's what they push is just lies. And they want to kill America. Just vicious, nasty, lying, egotistical people who are in the Washington compost. Which is a misnomer, like I said. But hat tip to the so-called great one. <laughs> uh, they call this guy Mark Levin the great one. That just sounds weird to me. But anyway, uh, Trump says, first of all, if we don't win this election, the whole thing is going to end, okay? Listen to him. He's making a great point. And you just remember that. He said, that's another thing I'm fighting for because these people have to be brought to justice. But they should have been brought to justice before the election. But if we don't win this election, if we don't win, that whole thing is going to be dismissed. Remember, this has happened rep- repeatedly, right? Obama, when Obama won his election, I think it was Eric Holder, Obama's attorney general slash wingman, who refused to prosecute the Black Panthers. The new Black Panthers who were standing with their guns and... and clubs and bats and things standing in front of polling places pretending like they're there to protect black voters, right? That's their pretense. But really they're there just to be, just to cause a scene and posture and intimidate whites. That's what they're there for. And they're not supposed to be there. And they got um, they got investigated or charged or prosecuted by George W. Bush who at least pretended a little bit to be for what's fair. And then when Obama took office, they dropped the charges against the new Black Panther Party, who was meddling and intimidating and being a militia at the polls. And now they're fear-mongering about whites being militia and showing up at polls to poll watch, right? When whites are not like these, well, some of the whites are probably going to, turn out a little bit like them because whites are getting fed up with the lies and the mess and false smears against them and some of them don't act right but isn't that a great point that president trump if anybody if joe biden or or uh harris kamala harris were to get in there they would go on and pretend that the russia hoax was a real thing and to this day the mainstream media is pretending that the russia hoax is real to this day to this day they think is real fake the president trump has complained to advisors this is washington post's writing that nothing is going to happen and lamented that he thought durham was a tough investigator thought wrong president trump i could have told you <laughs> many of you guys could have told him too and that there would be arrests or charges according to you know, but the, of course, this is according to anonymous sources. Current and former advisors said. They always do that. So far, Durham has charged just one person, former FBI lawyer Kevin Kleinsmith, with altering an email 
that was used as the FBI applied to surveil former Trump campaign advisor Carter Page during when he was in the Trump campaign. That is when Obama spied, wiretapped Trump Tower, <laughs> as he said it. Maybe not exactly like that, but they did spy on his campaign. It just came out, the FBI doing it. Klein Smith pleaded guilty in the cases awaiting sentencing. It's sick. And then here is the Associated Press. And I got this one from Revolver News. Revolver News, anybody? Huh? You happy for me? <laughs> I guess it's kind of old news that I've been reading Revolver for some time now. But they link to a tweet by Tom Bevan, RCP, at Tom Bevan, RCP, B-E-V-A-N, co-founder and president of Real Clear Politics, which I tend to think they're pretty left, center-left. But this guy seems to be a little bit fair. In his points, he tweets out, With lightning speed, the Associated Press, which is a far left, I've always been saying, I've been saying ever since I've been reading Hake News, that they are an activist, anti-American outlet. With lightning speed, the Associated Press adopts Democrats' language on SCOTUS, the Supreme Court of the United States. Adding members is now depoliticizing the court. Only critics refer to it as packing. And he links a screenshot from an Associated Press AP article. And AP, you know, they have this image that they pretend like they are, uh, I don't know, they pretend like they're objective, straight down the, straight down the middle if there is such a thing as a middle. But they're anti-Constitution. They're against America. And so they quote this guy named Bullock that says, if Coney Barrett, which is Amy Coney Barrett, president's, Female pick for the Supreme Court to replace RGB. If Coney Barrett were confer was confirmed, he would be open to measures to depoliticize the court. Depoliticize the court? That's, the, that's under the pretense that a conserv so-called conservative majority, which they're not conservative. They're rhinos, most of these people. Um, they would need to add in far-left liberal judges. So, adding judges to the bench. The Supreme Court has had nine members on the court, according to Vice President uh, Pence, for 150 years or more. And critics have dubbed that as packing the courts. They call that packing the courts when you add an extra Supreme Court justice. Going from nine, which is what they've had forever, to ten maybe 11 or 12, so that the liberals, which are the activist judges, are, get outnumbered and outpowered. And they call it depoliticizing the court. Politicizing the court is what the liberals have done. And this is what they've done to the courts forever. President Trump has nominated many, 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 many judges, right? Nominated and got them confirmed thanks to Mitch McConnell, the rhino. <laughs> and I honestly doubt that most of them are truly decent and just lawyers. Because it's hard to find... It's hard to find good work these days, right? It's hard to find good employees. It's hard to find an honest politician, including the Republicans. 
And so it's hard to find honest judges who don't kiss up to the liberals. Look at the people that Trump has already put in the Supreme Court. Kavanaugh, kiss up to the women. And the Gorsuch, which I've heard Gorsuch is even worse than Kavanaugh in some of his decisions. Didn't he give away, like, Oklahoma? <laughs> Part of a big chunk of Oklahoma to the Indians? Overturning some rape case, some uh, rape, uh, what is it, a conviction by an Indian, on, supposedly on Indian land? Ghost Murdoch gave a diamond and said, leftists use courts to pass legislation. Obamacare, too. Yeah, they did it with Obamacare. Obamacare was unconstitutional. Did you know that? But the only way that they could call it constitutional was by John Roberts pretending that it was a tax. When they specifically said it wasn't a tax. It was a fine if you don't have, you know, your individual mandate. If you don't buy insurance, like young people, most of us don't get insurance, right? Or didn't until they started forcing everybody to so-called buy insurance. Then all that extra money from the healthy people who don't need the insurance can help cover the older people, supposedly. It was a horrible mess. And it was very corrupt. It supported transgender and um, homosexuality and abortion and all kinds of crazy stuff. And birth control. Birth control does not further Western civilization. It destroys it. As the great... I almost call him late, but I think he's still um, in office, but he's stripped of all his power. Um, the great Steve King, Congressman Steve King, I mention him all the time, of Iowa said he was criticizing Obamacare, saying we need more babies, more white babies. But he didn't say white babies, but more babies. We can't be aborting and so-called birth controlling. But the Supreme Court did that. They came up with this phony idea that uh, the definition of marriage includes man and man, or woman and woman, which it doesn't. It never did. But they decided that that's what marriage means. And it's unfair and unjust. Anti... So they ruled against the laws of nature and nature's God. By the way, they're supposed to be... They're doing this hearing with Coney Barrett, and she's wearing a mask. Looking silly to me. <laughs> I halfway, I mean, I don't think they can stop it. I don't, from what I'm, what I'm told by the mainstream media, they can't really stop her being confirmed. It sounds like they're going to add a 10th member if and when she is confirmed. And she's kind of a rhino. So I don't really have high hopes for the Supreme Court, honestly. Except that I love... Justice Clarence Thomas, who is rightly called a justice, all the rest of them, except for maybe Alito, should be called injustices. Because that's what they are. That's what they've been pushing. Birth control is practiced by the wrong people. Yeah. Talk about giving up the country, right? Vaso is a first-time caller in Colorado. 
I'm gonna touch if I get a chance on some more of the lame uh, Commentary about this packing the court thing It's ridiculous, but it's all about power and this phony idea that oh Conservatives are the activists judges. Yeah, right it's such a lie uh, Vaso am I yeah. pronouncing your name right? It's Vaso, Ryan Vaso, Vaso but pretty close right on yeah, What's up man? Make- Doing well. How are you? Oh, doing just great, my friend. Except then I turned on the Senate confirmation hearing. <laughs> oh, that was a mistake. Don't even bother, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yo, I couldn't believe my eyes, man. This is an opportunity. <laughs> First of all, this is a lifetime appointment, right? And so they should be asking these people, hey, do you have the medal to last a lifetime adjudicating things that are going to shape the future of the nation? Or are you going to leave after a few years? Because they don't have to stay on. You know, it's awesome. Oh, but, interesting. But also, yeah, you know, they should be asking her if she feels like she can do it. And, you know, instead, I mean, back in the day, they used to not really care if they were divided on the issues. They would actually just check to see if this person was qualified to be a Supreme Court justice. Right. Like the mental aptitude and the acuity and the strength. And, and I now, heard that the board, like the... Uh, you know, like these, this lawyer board, which you don't even have to be a lawyer to be on the Supreme Court, according to the Constitution. But now they made up this fake uh, thing that, oh, you're, you have to have... Did you know that Solomon, King Solomon, was a judge? Anyway, oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, he, he uh, solved cases between, you know, conflicts between different parties. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's awesome. If you're a king and you're a righteous king, you can definitely adjudicate. I don't know stuff, if he was righteous, you know? but he was wise. Well, <laughs> sure, sure. But anyway, yeah, it's, it seems so ridiculous because they've come up with this phony... They've set up a false reality of um, expertise and qualification that right. just is lawyer supremacist. <laughs> <laughs> And that's not supposed yeah, to be a that's not supposed to be a dog whistle, people. <laughs> yeah, I but think anyway, it's really funny too. I saw. Well, I just wanted to say I thought it was really funny because Senator Harris was on the webcam, and so she went through all the trouble to dial in and have a moment. And oh, she interviewed this a, Barrett woman. Well, I wouldn't call it an interview. It was just a monologue by Kamala Harris right. to the to the chairman. It's, and it's Kamala. Like, you have. Oh, pardon me, Kamala. And <laughs> yeah. you have uh, you have just a few moments to ask this person, "Hey, are you are you really sure you want to be on the Supreme Court?" And they're not even asking her anything. They're just talking at her. I think it's really an embarrassment. You yeah. Know? But I don't know, man. I just think it's ridiculous because these these uh, confirmation hearings that happen all the time, and it's supposed to happen when you're the president. Okay, it's an election year. Yeah, of course it's an election year. There's only four years. <laughs> I know. It. Uh, it means like know, 25% so, of the time you're not supposed to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What does that mean? That's not written in the Constitution. These yeah. people say they love America and they love the Constitution, but they don't even know the letter of the law. It's, it's, it's not that they don't know laws. it. It's just that they want the power. They want liberals to, to be on the Supreme Court to help destroy America and rebuild it the way that their egotistical minds think it should be. It's you know what I mean? It's ridiculous, too, because a lot of people don't understand the actual driving forces of the American nation. And so you want to train and or you want to change the surface layer to make it look more palatable and more like the paradise you want. 
but it's it's all these like inner mechanics that aren't really changeable without changing the law and people aren't really and you know what you time to do that and you know what honestly like we have to change the people Mm, well said yeah i appreciate it vaso oh can i just say yeah (laughs) yeah that's what they are it's no wonder that the senate and i heard that congress is very unpopular and rightly so honestly but Anyway. Yeah, well, you know, we'll, we'll rope them in, man. I mean, it's more about righteousness, and as yeah. Jesse says, it is a spiritual struggle, and we really got to help each other, you know? It's more about where do we want to go, and can we grow the love? Yeah. Thank you, Vaso. Good to hear from you. You got it, Hank. I'll call you again sometime. How, how long have you been listening to the show? Oh, my brother introduced me to the show uh, about six months ago, and uh, yeah, I try and tune in whenever I can. It's very entertaining. What and type you guys of bring up a lot of really good issues? What type of name is Vaso? Vaso is a Serbian name. Uh, okay. My my heritage is Serbian, so my uh, granddad immigrated to the U.S. in the late '60s, and uh, you know I'm American through and through, but I inherited his name. Yeah. Nice. Cool, man. Well, I appreciate it, man. Take care. We'll call t- call too. again. I will. Thanks, Hank. All right. Did you know that my middle name is Anton? Anton? I call it Anton. But sometimes I feel weird thinking it should be Anton. It's not Antoine. <laughs> Although, I heard... Maybe I shouldn't get into that. <laughs> Let me get to Brandon, a first-time caller from Colum- and that was named after my great-grandpa, Anton. So, it wasn't just some random name. And it wasn't a black thing. <laughs> just FYI. Uh, Brandon from Columbus, Ohio. First-time caller, I think. Brandon, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing good, sir. How about yourself? Doing well as well. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Did you know um, that Tyrone is an Anglo name, too? Tyrone. Oh, you can't say it like that. <laughs> anyway, sorry about that, Brandon. No, you're no, you're <laughs> crazy. Um, I guess uh, you know, I wanted to ask about you know this whole. It's so weird, like for years and years and years. Um, and, and I'm a millennial. I grew up with this leftist agenda in the school system for a long time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I was kind of i was taught to hate my country so when i saw president trump actually talk talk about that on the debate and you know mr biden said that's not true no it is true i grew up in it yeah and and it's just like you know what me too me too honestly like even though i never turned really liberal i had you know well i recognized the attack on whites like i would i would joke around with my Hispanic friends and, you know, everybody in my class was, like, Hispanic or Asian and then, like, a few whites oh. and then, like, one black. And I would be like, why? Because I'm white? Or they, they would ask me to do something or say something and I would be like, why? Because I'm white? But I would also catch the hint that it was okay to joke around about whites and, and put down whites and especially going into high school and later high school and college. It was mm-hmm. f- totally fine to smash and smear whites and Christians and America and blame this whole blame America thing, right? Blame America for right. 9-11. Um, meanwhile, you had to wear 
kid gloves around the other POC type stuff. Yeah. Except among friends. Among friends, like everybody jokes about everything. Right. Yeah. Well, here's my here's my well, I'll give you a little bit of my story. Um I actually was the only white dude on two different basketball teams. Yep. And, <laughs> yeah, I was in in uh high school and college. Yeah. And I and I will and I will say that um that they actually taught me conservative principles. Who did? They just don't. My, my, my black friends, my black coaches, you know, my black mentors, uh-huh. they did. But, they, I mean, they didn't, they didn't talk it politically. They were just talking about self-responsibility. Um, right. You know, don't apologize for going out and getting what you want. You know, you got to earn it. You can't just, no one's going to give you anything. Those are principles that were installed in me by black men. But and that's just that's just me. sports. I mean, that's it's sports. No, it's I, common I, sense. I, but there's but yet they're blind to extending it into that's real life. What, that's what cracked me up is like yeah. I even when I first then when I got into politics and I started thinking like, OK, you taught me all these principles. Right. So which party aligns with my principles once I start really getting into it? And it really baffled me because I'm like, wait a minute. I'm a conservative then right? by what you taught me. Okay, so why are y'all voting liberal? Yeah. They don't even know why. They don't know why. So it just baffles me because I, I heard something about, you know, I wanted to talk about the pack in the courts and, and, and uh, um, you know, the dying wish and all that stuff. It's did- like, why do you guys hate your country so much? Like, I want to know where did all this hatred came from? Why were you taught this? Do you even understand what it is that you're voting for? Do you even understand why our Constitution is written the way it is? Do you even understand the nature of why? That's why I think, man, I think that Jesse Lee Peterson and even like Scott Adams, they're on to something that the facts don't matter to people. And it's it's something deeper than um, the plain reality of life that causes them not to see reality. And it's like an anger, not at America, it's an anger that's misplaced that they they hate. Like what Jesse Lee Peterson says, they hate their parents, so they already have this hatred, yeah. and so they're easily deceived. I think that that's what it is. Because think about like your own self, when you go off the tracks, it's because of your own crazy emotions, and then you, th- you think you're right. Right. Did you, well, have par- wanna- did you have both parents growing up? You grew up in the Columbus I, area? I, 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 di- I did, and they divorced right before I went to college. Oh, okay. Um, Were so they, they conservatives? Of, Are they conservatives? Yeah, yeah, they're conservatives. Interesting. But, I, I, they never really, but they never really got me into it. They never really told me anything about it. Neither did my uh, parents, yet I kind of right. knew that they were conservative, but they wouldn't talk a lot about politics. Actually, the person who talked the most about politics was uh, my oldest brother's girlfriend at the time, who became, like, his wife later. But she was very outspoken. She talked about Rush a lot and all that stuff. And I liked hearing that stuff because it was very interesting. And every now and then my dad would say something. And he would say stuff that would kind of shock and surprise me. Like, somebody said something about the South will rise again, or we need the South back, or something. And he said, I'm starting to agree with them. <laughs> I was like, what? I always thought the South was bad. Because I was a little kid. 
And that's right. And even then, I was even though I was taught that there were good and bad slave owners and this stuff, and I I didn't really get brainwashed too much in the notion of racism. I never really got it. Never really related to that as a real issue. I always uh, I I had that mindset. You know, you have this mindset that's pushed on you from the mainstream, like Fox News is is an eye roll or whatever. Whatever, which what, which is way back then when, before it became a real eye roll that it is today, <laughs> by the way. But they, right. um, like there's this political correctness that's pushed on you that if you're not, if you don't watch it, you're going to end up falling for it, at least on some level, a little bit. So No, no you're, you're absolutely right. And I want to piggyback on a couple things that you said you were talking about, you know, it's a hatred for the parents. And I can tell you that you might have heard of these guys, but I was a hateful person. Like, I actually fell away from my faith in God uh, for about six years. And After I the divorce or what? Um, it, was, it was shortly after the divorce. It was mostly, it was mostly after, because uh, when I called into Jess, Jesse's church, I mentioned this, that I actually went to school to be a minister. Oh, dang. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, that actually drove me away from my faith because right. I saw the Christians actually not being critically thinking as well. Were they a bunch of and liberals, it, too? I don't know if they were a bunch of liberals. They kind of were neutral on politics. So they, they were, were just more, like the typical fake Christian. Yeah, they were definitely the, the like, a bunch of, dude, I can tell you there was a bunch of beta males there yeah, yeah. that were not wrong, that uh, couldn't answer the tough questions. Because the, the problem is with most churches, and whether or, or schools, really, or education, I think it's because we teach children what to think rather than how to think. That's, you sound like maze. <laughs> yeah, that sounds, I mean, well, I mean, seriously, because, like, that's why I enjoy Jesse's show, because he asks those questions, because he knows how to break things down and, and d- dissect what people are saying. Right. The, the, you know, very most simple. Of, most Americans, yeah, most Americans and most Christians are not taught that. They're, they're, they're being spoon-fed a doctrine rather than getting to the truth by dissecting it for themselves. And so, so, um, but I did, I, but I was a hateful person because, you know, I hated my mom. Interesting, I hated my man. mom. I did. I, I, I hated my mom for crippling me. I knew she was just trying to do her best. Like crippling you like like in terms of being an independent okay, overprotection, yeah. helicoptering, and then, you know, um when my dad left, you know, obviously I was the man of the house. Damn. And um, yeah, I was the man of the house and my mom basically kinda treated me the same way she treated my father. And, and so you lived in, well into your adulthood over at your mother's, too? Uh, yeah, and then I moved in with my uncle, then I moved in with my aunt, and then I moved, like, I was all over the place. And, yeah. and, now, I live, and now I live by myself. And that was the worst part, man, is uh, until I was, like, 27 years old, I didn't even know that I could be self-sufficient. I didn't even know that I could be, I could take care of myself. <laughs> Dang. And, you know, yeah, you, you yeah. brought up some... I appreciate the call, Brandon. I got to run, yeah. but let's talk again. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely, right. man. Thanks for talking to me. Yeah, right. thank you. He said something about the religious school or whatever, the seminary, whatever he tried to do. It reminded me so much of something I don't know if I've ever mentioned about 
Azusa Pacific University. But it was something that even, like, my older, at least one of my older siblings noticed. That the men over, they're men, right? Once you go to college, you're a man because you're 18 plus. Some kids go to college too, but the men who go to college, the Christian schools, APU, yeah, there were some normal guys, right? Just normal guys that you can hang out with and you don't question their masculinity or their sexuality. But a lot of them seemed either homosexual or just very light, overly gentle, nicey, almost effeminate. Even if they weren't homosexuals, it just seemed like that. And I've noticed, I noticed that even like in the churches too, that like the churches have turned into a female false imitation of Christianity. It's crazy. It's no wonder that men don't tend to go to church, but the mothers do. Um, Let me get to Mary in San Antonio, Texas. I think she might have called in as a result of... Uh, Vaso. Mary, yes. it's good to Hi. hear from you. You're looking hey. good, looking good. I appreciate it. Li- li- I love your shirt. I think I'm going to look for it and order it. Um, cool. I'll, ha- I'll link to the- it on my uh, blog post today. Okay, good. Yes. But to me, Hank, on, the- on those last two topics, last two uh, speakers, uh, they, I think it's a touch on good and evil. Yeah, and going to your comments on uh, your schools and so forth, and you know colleges, high, you know any for any level of education now, it's like everything goes to the left and and like yeah, gay, lesbian, LBGT, XYZ, and that is so pre- prevalent and accepted. And to me, it's evil because and, and the men, where are the Men, for God's sakes, were the men. Yeah. And they live with their parents up to 20, 30. I see them around me, and it's so disgusting to see grown men in and out of their homes with their mothers and grandmothers. Right. That is so, I don't know. Un, I don't know. It's just not, for. it's like some other, I don't know, yeah, uh, I... forum of uh, of. Of corruption, it's like I think it's a the minds like a, are going of the people, and it's so accepted. It's yeah, so normal. It's a cultural perversion from honestly, it's partly from the immigrants coming in here. Not to bash the immigrants, not to blame them, because like we accepted it, right? A whole lot of whites are doing it, and the people who were born and raised here. But a lot of the immigrants come in. I'm talking about Asians and Hispanics, and maybe others pack in to the homes. Like multi generations, mm-hmm. like dozen, like a dozen or more people inside a house. Yes, and many of them adults, and some of them children, and they're packed in there, and and they all work, many of them, and then they can afford to buy another house, and then they start to move out. But or do whatever. Yeah, but that's not, but that's, that's not normal. It's Why so not crazy. And then doing the manly thing. But it's my evil. family, me, they let us stay. Evil. They let. Us adult children stay at home through through college and all that stuff, and even after college. And I know other white families, and yet they they moved out at 18, most of them. 
And it's so, like, the I knew one white friend of mine, like, the, our one white friend besides me. His mother would say, I moved out at 18. And yet, she had her son, her daughter left, but her son, they're well into his mid-30s, late-30s. And he had all kinds of, he had, he was basically enabled. And, yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. People need to Mothers and snap out of that. Mothers are creating betas. Yeah. They don't even realize it. Right. So that's why I say the souls are lost, the mindset is lost. It's not even American. And I feel very, very scared and sad about everything the environment and what it's turned into. And that's why I don't think, and the worst part is, is uh, like they'll say, if Trump loses, well, it's not. It's not about Trump. Right. It's about America. It is. And I call it going straight to hell. I'm sorry. Yeah. But that's, it's not, it's good and evil. It's right and wrong. But we can't change that after 30, 30 plus years. I mean, it's sad. Right. Well, that's all I wanted to say, and that's why I enjoy y'all's program. Thank you. Thank you so much about the religion. Keep it up. We need more like that. And thank you very much for what y'all do. Thank you, Thank Mary. You, Appreciate you. And don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> Take care. It's worrisome. It's very worrisome. I understand. Okay. Yeah. God bless y'all. All right. Bye-bye. You as well. She's nice. I, li- I like that. I like these boomers and, and older. It's, uh, but it is not a good idea to get into worry and fear and panic. Let me get to Mays from Dayton, Ohio. We're opening the treasure chest right now. Mays, how are you doing? I'm as bubbless as I am every day. And right when on. you say the South will rise again, what do you mean? I only mean what they mean. The, they say oh. the South will rise again. And, oh, you know, there's stuff that's said about the South, right? And some of it's positive. Most of it's negative, And the negative stuff is... I find it to be unfounded. Some people say, you know, I've heard from Sion, who's a nice lady who's called in. She lives in Georgia, I think. And she's been told, oh, go back to your country. When she's like a nice person. But she took it personally. And stuff like that. But I don't say that as racist or negative necessarily. Some people are just kind of rude or mean or whatever. So what? I'll take that over this phoniness. No, I wasn't saying you were saying it was negative or uh, racist. You didn't live in the South. You don't know about rising to the South. My parents taught me to not work for free and work, not work for 25 cents when I can own my own business and make billions or millions. And uh, that's the way the South is. And that's just like going to tell the Alamo, we're going to take it over, take it back, take the Alamo back. Well, Mays, do you agree that the South is falsely maligned? No, it's not false the land. It's the truth. Still happening today. Mm. If you know some people that live in, really live in nope. the South and what they do. I know plenty of Southerners. Have. I've been to the you know, South. Yeah, you were just and there for a day. You were there for a day. No, I've so, been there. I was there a week. Well, a week, <laughs> that still wasn't long enough. And I don't have to be there long. I, I know the in, people from there, the South. I was, and I was where you live. I was, Maze, I was, I Maze. Was, are you, okay, let's pretend that the South is not falsely maligned. Let's pretend. I have to pretend because we know that it is falsely maligned. It's reality. Hold it's on. Reality, Mays. Let me finish my question. Do you agree that the whole rest of the country 
is not maligned enough then? The whole rest of the country is just like the South, too. It depends on what you're dealing with. And y'all kill people. Oh, you're one of those white haters. No, 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 no. Yeah. You kill me with this this left and right. So if God took your left hand off. No, you're one of those white haters. You're going to have to use the left one. It's just the stupidest thing I ever heard in my life. Are you trying to say that the Democrats and the the Republicans are the same thing? I say both (laughs) of y'all are the same, cut out of the same coin. I know, but you support abortion. And it's conservative. But you support abortion. That's right. I support a woman doing the right that she what she want to do with her body. Is it like I don't care what James do with his body because it's his? Am Shameful. I trying to tell you what to do with This yours? is why. This is why no, we say. This is why not, we say what we say about women. This is not the problem. About yeah, women, women conserv- concerning themselves with politics. Women you hate babies. You hate babies, Mace. Excuse me. You hate babies. If I hated babies, I wouldn't have any kids. No, you hate babies. You support babies for thee, but not for me. I have another question for you. Do you believe what most people say? She supports killing abortion for other women, uh, but not herself. Do you anyway. believe what most people say? Or do you know most people? Yeah, of do course. You know most people out of all races. Of course. Sure, I bet you did. You, did you don't know the whole country. country. You wouldn't be. You don't hell. know the whole country or the South. You, you just hell the way you, you are just are a sleazy person. You don't even you know Bible go to guy. What you say? Every from now on, I'm going to remind everybody every yeah, time Mays calls in. Mays claimed that Bible go-to guy probably spit on black people because he's that age. And let me finish. <laughs> and he still spit on black people. And everybody else that he don't consider as good as he is spit on them with the Oh, now you're, meta- you, now, you're meta- now you're going metaphorical. Now she's going metaphorical. I'm not, I'm not afraid to speak. I tell the truth. <laughs> how come, you, like how come you spit on the Jesse Lee Peterson fans? What spit on what fans? You spit on us. How? Because with your... Y'all don't With know what love devilish is. Y'all find out what love is. Y'all are just full of hate. Why do women? Even, why do women hate babies so much, Mace? If women hate babies, you wouldn't. Y'all men wouldn't be walking around. No, they still like hate I, us, even though. Nah, just because they don't always kill us, just because they don't always birth control us out of existence. Why do y'all hate? They so still hate us. <laughs> Although I'm not <laughs> why a baby do y'all hate anymore. Women that can think for themselves. <laughs> they don't need y'all. Anyway, I gotta go, Mace. Nice talking yeah, you with you. Go. But tell that lady she needs to get the hell out of her and get some godly inner and stop you walking should, around with these false Christmas stuff. You should, that, no, 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 no. You should Christian do the silent prayer and you should leave. A silent prayer? Who you should also read prayer? Robert Spencer's book. I uh, no, I don't need no books. I told yeah. you, I live by experience, not by somebody else telling me about it. No, you, you do that, you'll see a whole lot of No, you don't. You life. just said your parents told you something. So you're heathen. I gotta so go. Heathen, so you're heathen. Stop pretending. Like you enjoy God because you don't like him either. Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs> you too. Uh, you spit on anybody and you might get shot. LOL. Thank you to Misty Loca. Dickie TD touchdown, I think. Ghost. Oh, man, I blanked on your name. Ghost Murdoch. Thank you, man. Appreciate the support. Uh, Arizona lineman. Noah's Art Kansas. Patrice O'Neill Groyper. Joe Maddock. Ron Armand. Based America First. Cactus Eater Bear. Appreciate you guys' support, and thank you to Hot Computer Smell for the support on Streamlabs.com slash The Hate Report. I hate to say it, but if I had to choose between RBG and Pelosi, I would have chosen Pelosi instead. (laughs) Meaning to go and then have to get replaced, right? Interesting, Hot Computer Smell. Thank you. Also, I got your emails. Thank you. I will be checking those out soon. All right, guys, TheHakeReport.com for my stuff, and I will be linking to how you can get this shirt shop.theredelephants.com for this particular shirt. The rest of them, 
the rest of the most of the shirts I wear. Rebuildingtheman.com slash stores. Excellent. JesseLeePeterson.com. For Jesse's stuff, guys, take care. Yeah.